0: Are healthcare workers resilient? How would you respond to such a statement? And what would be your reasons to support your response? Generally, most people associate being resilient to being strong. Would you say doctors, nurses and paramedics are resilient? My name is Peggy Mashamba. I'm, I am a retired South African registered nurse. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Welcome. If it's your first time tuning in to listen, it is appreciated. And if you are a return listener, thank you again. Please be part of this community by clicking on the follow key appearing on your screen to receive notifications whenever new postings are added. You can share your comments through the Facebook address added. And if you would like like to contact me, I've added even an email address. You are welcome to suggest, to ask questions, or to to come with topics that you would like to hear being discussed, please note, any medically related questions will not be addressed. A disclaimer, the discussion is based on lessons learned, experiences gained throughout my journey as a nurse. Additional information can be assessed through research and through further inquiries. According to an article appearing on Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, I have added the link. Quote, psychological resistance is the ability to cope mentally or emotionally with a crisis or to return to pre-crisis status quickly. It is said the term was coined in the 1970s by a psychologist, Amy E. Werner, unquote. This poses a question to say, if healthcare workers are strong, from which angle are you using the word resilient? This topic is very broad and will be discussed over two episodes. The next posting will be the following Monday. Please continue to listen so as not to miss critical points related to the emotional impact the working situation has on nurses, doctors and the paramedics and How do they cope or deal with their trauma? If you have any suggestions after having listened to the scenario, that will also be appreciated. Here is a scenario. But first, I need to warn sensitive listeners to say, the scenario can be very emotional for you so if it is please you can skip certain sections and listen where you think you are comfortable please i urge you now can you wear your imagination cap so that you can visualize this scenario so that at the end you form your own understanding about the life of a healthcare worker in a day. Now that you've got your cap on, come let's go. Paramedics are called into a scene of an accident. This happened is happening during the night. On arrival at scene, they realize it is a couple and two children. On assessment, mom is certified as dead on scene. So the paramedics continue tending to this man, the father, and the two children. There will be doctor. Will be policemen as well at scene. So. They will follow their protocol to stabilize these patients. Their main aim is to transport them to the nearest emergency department as quickly as possible. So when they are ready, they would have also relayed a message to the hospital. The message will be received simultaneously by staff who work in the emergency department, the intensive care unit, theater, and the trauma surgeon who is on call. Why are they all receiving these messages? It's because they need to start preparing to receive the patients and to maintain quality of care. There should not be a break. There should be a continuity of care. So, on their way to the hospital, one of the children is awake, crying. And the child is scared, watching these strange faces. And the situation is not familiar. And this child starts crying, I want my mommy. I want mommy, mommy. And the paramedics who are helping the child have to help calm down this child. And daddy as well. He wakes up and then falls into unconsciousness in between. So when he's awake, he becomes combative, very restless, worried about his family. You hear this man says, where's my wife? Where's my family? Where are my children? At that moment, the paramedics Their main focus is to reach the hospital as quickly as possible with live patients. They are doing their best. Their emotions, they don't have time to think about their personal emotions. Maybe what you will observe is some of these paramedics, they've got tears rolling down from their eyes. They don't have an opportunity to wipe the tears. Maybe the one who's busy helping the child has his or her own kid who is the same age. On arrival at the hospital, these paramedics will hand over the patient to the emergency doctors the trauma surgeon and the nurses who are waiting. So they will hand over, they will take over the patients. They will continue with the resuscitation measures to ensure that they must save a life. What happens to the paramedics? They have to go back to their base to wait for another call. Those paramedics, after they've done, they hand over. Some of the family members who've started to arrive wants to know from the paramedics what happened. And the paramedics do not have all the answers. Remember, resuscitation is in progress. So they will try and talk to the family members to say, you will be updated They are inside and they'll answer where they can answer. Back inside, what is happening? The trauma team, it's so busy. It's quiet. The only person you can hear talking is the person conducting the emergency situation. And there'll be a doctor who will give out an instruction. There'll be a nurse who will give out an instruction and this person who's conducting the whole process will make sure everybody keeps to his or her role and the instructions are well understood for those nurses and other healthcare workers who are inside the trauma unit will realize something everybody has got a facial mask in some of the doctors Some of the nurses, as they are busy working, there are tears rolling down their eyes. Do they have time to wipe off those tears? No, they might not even be aware there are tears. Why? They are focused on saving this life. So what happens? The facial mask will trap the tears for them. And then the trauma surgeon might decide to say, let's move the patient to theater for emergency surgery. Or theater staff must quickly come up to the emergency department. The patient is too unstable to be moved. Or now the patient is stable enough, let's move the patient to the intensive care unit. Remember, in all these departments, they are aware of the presence of these patients because they did receive the message explaining the type of injuries, the number of patients being transported, and the expected time of arrival in the hospital. Let's say, unfortunately, daddy does not make it. He passes on. What happens now? This is a big dilemma for any healthcare worker because now they need to face this family and relay a message of what has happened. Outside the hospital, the doors of the emergency department, they appear their relatives crying for attention some want to go inside one will say i'm the granny those children need me and those who are tasked to handle the family members help them through this difficult period are trying to explain no you cannot go in they are still busy there will be a trauma counselor maybe who has already out arrived. Also, talking to the family, listening to their questions. So from inside, the team, the process of resuscitation is over. Now, one of the doctors and the nurse must approach this family. Do you think it is easy? Would you say they are used to relaying such a message? There is nothing like that. Each situation differs. So this doctor and the nurse must compose themselves. If they were sweating, must wipe off their sweat off their faces. If they had tears, they must wipe. Of that, take a deep breath in and out, maybe drink water from a glass so that they can feel a bit stronger, feel a bit ready to approach the family. Now they go out to the counseling room or the waiting room to talk to the family members. As they walk in, they'll find maybe a nurse and a trauma counselor with the patient, with the relatives. And some of the relatives, the appearance of the doctor, the nurse, they can sense it. One collapses immediately. No, no, it can't happen. It's not possible. God, it's not possible. And this doctor and the the nurse need to remain in control. They try their best to can be as empathetic as possible. Finally, they are able to tell them, We are sorry. Daddy did not make it. And then, what about the children? Where's the wife? Again, we are sorry. The wife also died at the scene of the accident. Can you imagine how chaotic is that scene? How painful is that scene? You find that the doctor and the nurse they are now crying together with the family. Sometimes they are not shedding a tear, but they are so disappointed. They are feeling their pain. If possible, They would open their hearts and say, look how this I also feel. Maybe there is an old lady there who says to the doctor, Did you do your best? Can you see how old I am? Who's going to look after those children? They were breadwinners. Now you're telling me these kids are orphans. Maybe it was a different situation. That family would be saying, Are you aware that man was supposed to get married in two weeks' time? Or he's a newlywed. God, how could you allow this to happen? Where is there a God? Where are you? Family members start negotiating with God. Remember these doctors and nurses, they are also human beings. To say they are professionals, it is true. But at this moment, they are struggling with emotions like the very same relatives. Our scenario continues. There are patients waiting for their turn to be attended to. But their waiting time has been prolonged. These patients, they can sympathize. They can empathize with these family members that are crying. Some of them are also quietly crying. They understand why they must wait for their turn. But some of those patients that are waiting, much as they understand the situation, they start blaming hospital management. Why don't they employ enough doctors and nurses? They know they deal with emergency situations. We are not against that. But there should be a continuity of service. Hence, Most emergency departments have a high rate of patients' complaints in relation to waiting times. Now, let's say it's the end of the shift. The paramedics that were on scene, the nurses and doctors and the trauma surgeon, they all go home. So when they arrive home, one of them before even knocking children open the door rush to mommy or rush to daddy to say you are back home you are back home what did you bring us or did you remember to do this and that think about that healthcare professional what's going on in their minds They must remove those caps to say, I'm a doctor, I'm a paramedic, I'm a nurse. Now, the new cap is that of being, I'm a father, I'm a mother, I'm a granny, an uncle or an aunt. And they must play that role. And they are mindful not to transfer the sad experiences from work to their family members because why the family members will end up being scared they might end up being depressed they might end up feeling the tension so it's a sudden change of rules within a day can you visualize this situation Can you visualize the life of this this professional person in a day? One moment you are happy at home. The next moment at home you are so at work, you are so stressed. And you have to function. You are highly experienced, highly skilled. You know what you are doing. You give it your all. But, unfortunately, certain situations are beyond us. So, would you still say nurses, doctors and paramedics are strong? They are resilient? Which term are you using? Are you using resilient as a standalone term? or psychologically resilient or is there another term that you use in relation to resilience i would love to hear your reaction to this as i have said you can post on facebook address edit If all of us, most of us, can share how we feel, recommendations, ask questions, or suggest topics for future discussion, that will be appreciated. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, I said if you continue to listen, we're going to understand a lot. And we'll have an opportunity to can respond and say one of the critical points. Are nurses strong? Can they handle the strain? How do they cope? With the next episode, that that is what will be addressed, including feedback that you would have posted thank you very much for listening when i started i asked you to turn your cap the imagination cap and to visualize the situation so you can now remove that cap breathe in slowly in and out to relax To snap out of that emotional journey that you were in. Maybe you needed a glass of water. It's okay. Maybe you skipped some of the sections because you couldn't take it. It is okay. It's acceptable. Remember, all of us, our mental well-being is very important. So, do you believe the saying, Men don't cry. Do you believe that healthcare workers should be able to detach their emotions from the situation? I will await your response. And the others listening are waiting to share these comments. Thank you very much. This is an emotional discussion. I apologize, but sometimes we need to face them to understand the reality. What one studies and the reality of life sometimes are two different things. Thank you very much. Bye.